Welcome back, Wake Up and Be Awesome. It is your host, Callie Tadero, and I am here this Wednesday, which I wasn't here last Wednesday, so sorry for the inconvenience. I wanted to prepare what I had in store for you this week and next week because I decided that I am going to do a pretty major topic that I have not talked about, and since it is January and people are still hopefully in the realm of doing their New Year's resolutions, this is probably um, most of your particular New Year resolutions. I know it is one of mine. So for you, I am going to talk about, this is the part one of eating healthy. This is what not to eat. This is what to avoid. And then next week I will come back to all of you with what to eat or um, how to eat it on a budget, some stuff like that. I know a lot of people try to tend to get on diets and then stop or fall off of their diet. I am one of those per- I am one of those people. It is a very common thing to get off of your diet or to stop working out. But there are some things that we don't necessarily know about food or don't really take into factor when we're eating food. We just you know, pull up to McDonald's drive-thru, go into a baseball game, whatever, and order a Big Mac and don't under really get. We know that it's not good for us, but we don't know why it's not good for us. So we don't know what is in it that makes it so bad or what could we do to our health. Eating healthy is not only about losing weight or maintaining your diet to look good, thin, whatever. I mean, yes, that is a big part of it, but it also helps a lot with your heart, cholesterol, high blood pressure, low blood pressure. It determines a lot of things, makes you um, more ener- more energized if you have more proteins. And I am going to tell you by this book, which was the number one New York Times bestseller written by Michael Pollan, and it is called Fo- Food Rules. It is actually, um, it was a show or they talked about it on PBS. I don't know if you've seen it or read the book before, but I am going to talk about this book. And he has two parts of this book and a bunch of chapters that it's a really, really quick read. You could read it within the span of a day. It's um, very short, not front to back pages, but each part of the section of his two parts, what to eat, what not to eat. He has, I want to say over like at least about 20 on what to avoid and then 20 on part two on what to eat or how to eat it or um, recommended, I should say. So let's get into it. I am only going to give you eight. I'm going to give you eight tips for part one and then We'll see how many parts, probably eight for part two, um, just to make it even. But let's get into it um, because this book was really helpful and I did love it. So part one, eat food. I know that sounds really um, like, duh, everyone eats food. But no, eat real food. Like, know what you're eating, know what you're intaking. Um, Cheetos isn't food. That's not grown. Uh, Plants like watermelon, strawberries, carrots, green beans, all that stuff is grown from the earth. That is real food. That is something that you could cook and use in multiple ways. I'm sure you can't really use Cheetos in multiple ways. So eat real food that you could do multiple things with. Spice it up differently. Comes from a plant. Comes from an animal even. But Cheetos do not come from plants or animals. So... Cheetos just in the Cheetos just as an example. Eat real food. Make sure that you know like what you're really taking in. Um, 
And to piggyback off that, don't eat anything that your great-grandmother wouldn't recognize. I'm sure a lot of great-grandmas would recognize Cheetos because Cheetos have been around for a while. But there is so many like new snacks and stuff that is coming out. I don't even know. I see kids like eat like there's pickles out of a bag and green beans out of a bag. They're not real green beans, just to let you know if you did not know that. Um, there's stuff that's you think that it's real, but it's not. Stuff out of a bag or at a baseball game, park, ballpark. I understand that sometimes we have to eat it because we're limited to options, but if you're not limited to options, here's just some tips. Um, I know that it's going to be kind of difficult to go by. It's not always the easiest, especially if you're like me and live on campus in college. You kind of get what you get, um, but just make sure you know what you're eating. And if you have the choice from eating wheat thins other than Cheetos, maybe look into the calories and options on the back. Always keep that in mind. Um, the nutrition, read the labels and all that stuff. A lot of us overtake it and we really need to know like how much corn syrup and all that stuff is in actually in those snacks. Which brings me to my second tip. Avoid for it. Av sorry. Avoid food products that contain high fructose corn syrup. Not because high fructose corn syrup is any worse than you than sugar, but because it is, like many other unfamiliar ingredients in packaged foods, a reliable marker for a food product that has been highly processed. So if it is very high in corn syrup, probably meaning that it is not real food, it is not um, real meat, it's just got, it's pretty much equivalent to sugar like it says, so and sugar is really bad for you. There is some types of good sugars. Make sure you know you're good from your bad. And just keep that in mind. Okay. Tip number three, avoid food products that contain more than five ingredients. Uh, meaning if it's like a steak that's got like all this other stuff into it, which most steaks don't. But like if it's just like a piece of meat that it's like, it is meat and this is what's in it or if it's like um a cheeseburger and the ingredients to make it is this 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 and this and it is probably not good for you just make sure that you know what you're taking in also there's a bunch of allergies out there so if there is um if you have someone or you are highly allergic to some, to some type of allergies make sure that you know all the ingredients i know that's pretty um simple and common sense but sometimes it does happen to the best of us and we need to know everything that we're actually taking in all the ingredients if we don't even know an ingredient like what the heck is this and it's probably still not good for you unless it's a type of vegetable that you're not aware of because that does happen number or tip number four avoid foods that you see advertised on television most advertisements on television are fake i always see posts on instagram on how they make the big macs or how they make the flak jacks look like what they are and they'll take like cardboard like cardboard and put them in between the pancakes or um just take like a food coloring and color something where it's not actually their food um, keep that in mind, the advertisements of, for chilies, anywhere, any place, probably not the real food. So just know that. And 
know that their food, if it is a real food, and it looks really like greasy, buttery, and all that stuff, and they pl pull it apart like real slowly, and you see the cheese like melt off the pizza or whatever, and the grease drip, probably not good for you. Um, it definitely is not good for you. And most of the time, they're not going to have a farmer's market or, um, you know, the best steaks or salmon advertised. Even if it was like Applebee's. I know Applebee's has salmon, but they're not going to advertise their salmon or their really healthy stuff. No, they're going to advertise their greasy stuff. So if you see it on television, it's probably not healthy and you probably want to stay away from it. Tip number five is shop the para... para oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know that. I can't pronounce that word. Stay out of the middle of the supermarket. So when you go into a supermarket, Walmart, Target, whatever, you go in the front, there's usually like the vegetables, like the bakery and the vegetables and fruit are up, up at the top. And then at the back, it's like the deli section with all your meats and frozen goods. And then in the middle, you have all of your aisles of snack, junk, canned foods. Um, some canned foods are pretty good, but like, you know, uh, it's always better to grow your green beans and get them canned, but sometimes, like right now in the wintertime, we can't always do that. Canned green beans, still good for you. But all that, like the chip section, the cookie section, all really bad, unhealthy. Stay out of the middle. Don't even glance in the middle. Just go to the fruit and veggies and then go to the back, your meats and protein. And I know that I'm saying to cut out all of the sweets and salty, good stuff. Everyone loves chips and cookies. Totally understand. It's hard for me even to really stay off that line. I will even occasionally have a couple chips, but look at the serving size. If you do have a bag of chips and you don't want to throw away because you just bought them and you're like, well, I have to eat them. Look at the serving size and pace yourself. Don't eat a half a bag of chips and within one night because it does happen and we get carried away. Um, and salty stuff, vegetables are salty. You can saute them, you can put oil, um, marinate them, anything like that. I eat, uh, I snack on baby carrots and ranch. That's salty, that's not sweet. And then for my sweet tooth, which goes to another tip that I'm going to say later, which is dried fruit. I have some dried mango. Um, it's not that expensive. It's a lot less expensive than real fruit. And if you don't have like a cutting board or a knife like I do because you're a college student, then dried fruit's probably the way to go than besides a real mango. But real mangoes and stuff are good like that too. Um, but yeah, chips, cookies, try to stay out of those aisles and get into the um, nuts and dried fruit section vegetables, meats, whatever. Okay, tip number six, eat only foods that will eventually rot. So yeah, like chips, if you keep it in there for months and then you go back and be like, are these chips still good? And then they're kind of stale, kind of not, but you still eat them, that is not good. If you have some meat, some chicken that you want to cook and you have a week to cook it, cook it and eat it. And you can even freeze it in the freezer and it may stay good. I know that some people do that with pastas. I don't know if you can do that with chicken. I didn't really look it up. So don't take my word on that. But food that does go bad, whether it's fruits, vegetables, it will, since you spent the money to actually buy them, you'll be like, well, I have to eat them. And it will fill you up more than um, chips or cookies or bad snacks like that. So get food that will rot. 
eventually, eventually rotten. Not food, the food, food that's already rotten. Okay, tip number seven. Buy your snacks at the farmer's market, which I said um, before. Farmer's markets, if you have one near you, if you don't, um, they're a little... They may be a little pricey depending on the farmer's market that you go to. Some may be... Um, the exact opposite and may be a lot more cheaper, but they have nuts, dried fruit, um, vegetables, all that kind of stuff that you could get in a supermarket, but they don't have really all the options of um, cookies, chips and stuff. So if you are too tempted to go to Walmart without or with, yeah, without going into the chips or cookie section, then go to a farmer's market near you if you have one. And finally, tip number eight, it's not food if it arrived, if it arrived through your window of your car okay it is not food if it arrived through the window of your car that is my favorite one and i'm gonna finish you i'm gonna finish with you on that i have not ate fast food for a full month i think i've gotten like chick-fil-a which yes it is considered fast food but instead of fries they have this kale cruncher which is a kale salad kale is very good and nutritious for you and i loved it and i love their nuggets you can also get grilled nuggets. Chick-fil-A is really good and nutritious and one of the fast food restaurants that actually has some health options. McDonald's and Burger King and other places like that do have health options, but they are still very high in sugar or corn syrup. So if you are limited on and, you know, crunched on time, I understand that fast food is the way to go. But if you are not meal prep before, um, month before, cook it, freeze it, and then you got food on the go. You can put it in disposable containers and you won't have to spend the money to eat crap that is not going to help you through a window because no really fast food is really going to be good for you in your body. So just keep that in mind and um, me and my boyfriend actually have a goal to not eat fast food until the summer. Knock on wood, doing good so far. We don't classify Chick-fil-A just because we're not eating fries. We're eating, um, like, the grilled chicken nuggets and kale crunchers and stuff like that, which is actually pretty good for you. And Chick-fil-A um, is the only place that doesn't use, um, like, their chicken is not artific artificially flavored or anything like that. It's really good. So... Um, if you have not already checked Chick-fil-A out, go check it out. If you have one near you and you need a fast food restaurant, um, Chick-fil-A would be the way to go. If there's another fast food restaurant near you that has some good um, and quality, like healthy meals, let me know. Send them to me. If you have any other tips on your diet or want me to put into part two for next week, let me know. I would love to hear them. And um, I want to see how... how long you guys can actually do this diet thing if you're not into diets then okay that's fine totally cool but um it is healthy for you and it helps your body and um your system and everything that works so just let me know and check out food rules by michael pollen and i will see you guys next wednesday thanks